In this podcast, Pamela Barty, a Forbes 30 under 30 entrepreneur and developer of a $100 million real estate empire, will share her inspiring underdog comeback story. And along with those of her guests, she'll share how you too, as an underdog, can rise up and succeed against all odds. Here's your host, Pamela Barty. Welcome back to Underdog. Today we have part B of my incredible interview with Chris. I can't wait for you to hear the rest of his story. And now, without further ado, here's Chris. Stoneil had me back uh, to open for T-Pain and, and Waka Flocka, which was oh, wild. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> that was crazy. That was crazy. That was crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I remember uh, that. I remember. I was actually trying to get into that show. Oh, really? Like, But I didn't know anybody on campus anymore. So I was like, Got it. I don't know how to get it. <laughs> Oh damn! I don't know how to get it because I wanted to see that so bad. As I remember, you posted it was, it, I was like, oh. I was so just like beside myself the entire time. Like I couldn't think straight. Like I, I never in my life would have thought that I would have ever done anything like that at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, it was part of the dream. You know, part of the goal was to do stuff like that or be them eventually. Yeah. <laughs> um, but you know, when it's in front of you, it's like, oh my goodness, this is real. This is really happening right now. Cool, got it. Yeah, no, I would say that that's probably one of the earliest, you know, big highlights for sure. And just being on a stage like that and actually meeting them and like, you know, just feeling your chest rattle on a stage that big. Like I've never experienced anything like that since. Um, in terms of performing, that's definitely, you know, uh, one of the biggest, if not the biggest one I've, I've really had. But since then, no, like when I was living in Boston for a couple of years, um, I had a, a couple good moments, a couple good show moments and stuff. Um, I, I did a really big show at the Sinclair um, I think technically speaking, that is my biggest show uh, to date for sure. Um, it was a sold out show. I was opening for, I believe it was Troy Boy. They're like a DJ out of like somewhere in Europe or something like that, but an incredible opportunity um, and something that I definitely remember to this day. I'll never forget it. Beyond that, I mean, I would say the things that are a little bit more recent. So like last year I did uh, like a little performance with Wyclef John at, um, at this event called Ad Week in New York. And basically yeah they were sourcing some instrumentalists and artists to come through and uh we weren't told who the artist was going to be uh, and it was just like on linkedin and uh you know a friend of a friend sort of got me onto it and was just like you should submit something and see if like you can get in there and then i did and then they were like cool so i basically submitted for a piano uh so it was a little bit back to the roots for sure and they had me on as the keyboardist for for the show so Wyclef was basically hosting like uh like a session essentially on just like creativity and stuff like that and as part of the session he wanted to perform two of his songs he did uh maria maria and i can't forget i can't remember what the other one was but it's another like super popular one one of his most popular ones i'm blanking but um, so we had like two weeks or something like that to learn our music parts. They sourced a pianist, which was me, a guitarist, a drummer, and a singer. And we all never <laughs> actually practiced together until we were on stage with him performing. <laughs> they didn't even, they were just like, surprise! Yeah, we didn't even, like, <laughs> we had like five minutes of practice time, and that was sound check. <laughs> that was it, that's all we had. And that's how we wanted to do it, <laughs> which is oh. crazy. But that's, I feel like that's when the most beautiful things happen, though. It's kind of like, oh, for sure. Oh, my God. I remember hearing that, too. 
you had posted yeah no like this is amazing <laughs> i was uh, that was another just beside myself moment um yeah that was crazy and then even more recently uh jump into this art this beautiful art behind me yes. <laughs> i just put out an ep a couple weeks ago it's called lucid and uh, it's something that I'm, I'm very proud of. And it's definitely my most successful project to date, I would say, um, kind of by a long shot, really. And uh, the process for creating this thing was kind of long and arduous, but we, we got through it. I have to shout out my homie, Kevin Theodore. He's X-Main on Instagram, um, extremely talented composer and producer, and really kind of creatively mentored me through this whole thing, as he also co-produced three of the five songs on that project. Um, incredible pianist, keyboardist, uh, he also produced uh, some records for Mac Miller on his last album before he passed away, rest in peace. Yeah. Um, so it was just an honor to be working with him and, and in the studio and just like putting our brains together, making stuff, creating stuff and just making it happen. Um, and then another homie by the name of Quezzy, he's out in South Africa. Uh, he produced uh, the beat for the song Sunshine on my EP, which is the most popular song actually on the project right now which is amazing and it's you know it, it's I consider that song the heart of the EP it embodies everything I wanted it to be and you know sonically specifically everything about the EP was very vintage and uh, you know vintage sounding and vintage vibes back to what we were talking about with my parents and all that stuff it was yeah. the perfect combination of everything that I've sort of experienced musically is in this uh, in this project so I would say right now this is definitely you know my biggest my biggest thing my biggest moment at the moment for sure for sure. Awesome. So check that out. Lucid out now, all platforms. <laughs> Give us a little sneak snippet. Can you pull it up? Little, oh snap. All right. Oh, snap all right. I got all you right. on the spot. Yeah, no, if you haven't heard it yet, it's a vibe. Very excited about it. Oh, here we go. Oh yeah. I heard it. Well, I know nobody else has yet. Well, I pray <laughs> to God that they have. Anyone who's listening, if you've heard it before, then kudos to you. But if you have it, let's get it. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. You hear that? Hey. show you something now that now that you played that that is amazing by the way i love the oh vibe. thank you so much i love that vibe i heard it when you released it and i was like this is dope <laughs> thank guess, you i appreciate that guess who's still hold on wait 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 guess what song i still have in my phone oh no you about to pull out something out the archives <laughs> did you hear it <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. I will say the same. Mm. You're still the same, Chris. Wow. 
That's still on my phone. That's crazy. Yo, low key. Eight years like later. The, that's like the first song I ever put out, like on a streaming platform, anything. That song was like, <laughs> I still that was the start of something. I can't believe you still have that. Yeah, it's in my Apple. Um, I, I jam to it sometimes to, still, too. To Yo, that's so dope. <laughs> but it's like it's a good energy it's so funny because it's like you're still the same person but obviously you've evolved through the music so i think that that's right. the most beautiful thing i mean listening to that what you just put like that is like so refined i don't know how to say it like it's a perfect blend yeah. of everything you've been talking about tonight basically mm -hmm. and it's yeah. beautiful i love that i absolutely thank you so love much it. i love that so what was the inspiration beside behind like lucid yeah i would say that uh you know the, the term lucid sort of came out of nowhere for me but just the idea of of being so just fully aware of yeah. of where i'm at in terms of of my message and what i want to give across or get across um i feel like i spent a long time trying to understand what my sound was what my real message was it sort of evolved over the years but it's definitely sort of stayed the same in a lot of ways too there's definitely been some common denominators in terms of just being, you know, uplifting, motivational kind of stuff, but also very raw and honest and a little bit of little bit of politics in there too, a little bit of socially charged vibes, whatever. But, you know, that's that's important to me. And I think that message um, sort of shines through in different ways on this project. At the same time, I also wanted to uh, create something like I was saying a second ago, how uh, it's kind of got this vintage vibe to it. And, and vintage was, is the term that I feel like sort of carried through this entire process. I also have to shout out my homie, Fernando Pino. He actually designed this incredible cover art that you're seeing. Yeah, no, he's the homie. He's another uh, a creative mentor of mine and somebody who, you know, I was in, in a lot of talks with when I was concepting for this entire project. We were, you know, concepting the entire look and feel of everything on this, from the colors to the, to the fonts, to everything that, you know, came out with this rollout. And um, that's, that's the term that we kept throwing back and forth was vintage. Everything about this is vintage from from the look to the sound to the to the everything and uh that's exactly what it was that's exactly what i accomplished and you know obviously not without the help of, of the co-producers kevin and quezzy and them but yeah you know collectively we all really created something that i think shines through it's definitely my most cohesive project i would say mm -hmm. um and really yeah just blending the worlds of, of old school sort of vintage vibes and chords and and sonics with the new sort of new age hip-hop you know what i mean you know the vibes um yeah, so authentic you know what i mean it doesn't sound like like you hear samples being played these days because that's like what everybody's recycling music left and right like tory lanes don't even get me started you know like it's like you know, now it, it's like that just feels so raw you know and it feels so authentic and it's done in such a unique way that you feel it like i like listening to that song i was like I was envisioning myself in like a drop top convertible in like Malibu, just kind of like, yeah, kind of like, you know. <laughs> so I feel it, you know. I think it's beautiful. So, would you say that that's your favorite piece so far? I would, yeah, I would say that. I would say it's definitely my favorite one. I think it, you know, and that was another aspect of it too, which is why that's a great question because I also wanted to make sure that it had longevity. You know what I mean? That it would age nicely because I don't want it to just be like I didn't want it to be the the average sort of. 2020 drums 2020 hip-hop trap vibes whatever i know that that's all the rave right now and i'm sure i will come back to that eventually but you know in terms of doing something different doing something that has longevity and that will stand the test of time something that I, i'll want to listen to 10 years from now and have it still sound good like i think that was another aspect of it too sunshine is probably the one song on that project that i think will you know last the longest because it just it sounds like 1985 like you can't 
1975, really. And that was on purpose. Um, and the rest of the songs sort of draw from that sonically. Uh, Sunshine is definitely the, the heart of it. It, it emulates the, the sonic vibes that I wanted to get across the most accurately. And then all the other songs around it sort of pull from that, um, from the chord structures and things like that. That's yeah. beautiful. That's beautiful. Thank you. What was your most challenging piece to date? Hmm, my most challenging piece to date. Uh, challenging. I don't have a whole lot of challenging pieces, but I will say the song that took me the longest to yeah. piece together. That's a, Yeah. Because I feel like every song I've put together, like if it became challenging, I usually just like put it away or give up on it or something, which isn't always for the better. But yeah. sometimes it's just it just goes that way. Yeah. Uh, but I would say, yeah, I spent the most time on this. Uh, what's it called? It's one song called Runway. And it was uh, a song I put together maybe like five years ago now. And I, I will say, though, to your point, it was still kind of challenging because it was the only song I put together that I, I started completely, you know, freestyle in the sense of I literally sat down in front of the microphone and I sang this melody and I sang like these, these words and I just repeated them over and over again and used that as like the foundation to what the rest of the song was going to be. And I built the whole song um, from that point. Now I feel like I have to find it, but um, <laughs> I'm ready now. I'm ready. I'm ready for this. Uh, I spent about, I don't know, like a month and a half piecing this one together. And I, I can't say I've ever spent nearly that amount of time on anything. But in a lot of ways, it was sort of like a, uh, not a baptism, but it was kind of like a therapeutic kind of thing. Like I literally didn't have a plan. I didn't know the energy I was going for. I just wanted to create like a, a Mona Lisa of sorts, just something I would, you know what I mean? Just baby for a long time. Um, and it was completely worth it. It was completely worth it. So I'll play like a little snippet of it real quick. All right, here we go. Fast forward a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a lot of vocals, and then it basically jumps into like a really powerful like drum section, and just yeah. becomes this thing. Gotta check it out. Uh, SoundCloud. It's called Runway. Runway. Yeah. Yeah. It took like a month and a half, yo. A month and a wow. That's yeah, because I would just chip away at it, you know what I mean? Like, it was completely a freestyled song, basically. But I feel like you're always challenging yourself musically, though. Like, I feel like you always yeah. push your limits. So I think that that's beautiful. That's why I asked that question, because, like, I know, like, you're always like, all right, let me try this, and let me try this different way of doing this. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's, it's funny, because listening to that and everything you mentioned tonight, listening to Sunshine, I feel like it's you emulated, like, it's like you found your vibe. Yeah. 
absolutely and i think that's sort of like why you know that's where lucid the term sort of came from is just like really sort of finding and seeing things clearly you know in a way that's like you can't deny it it's undeniably clear uh, at least more clear than ever what, I, what i'm trying to get across and i think that's what what, what this project gets across for sure <laughs> sure and it's crazy because you've been in the game like so was it 2011 or 2012 when you started I was, it was 2010, low key. Uh, You've been in this for a decade. Well, you know what? Yeah. It's like, I see so many people that want to get into music, right? And they just think they're going to become this like overnight success and stuff, you know what I mean? So, and then they get disappointed when they don't, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's like, mm -hmm. what advice would you give to somebody who's aspiring to be in the music business? You know, given you've been in the game for so long and you're literally just saying now, you're like, all right, now I've got like my full vibe. It's like yeah. evolving over the years and you're still doing amazing things. But like, I feel like you, mm -hmm. like, this is you at peace. Like, this is who I, this is who I am in the, in the music world. Like, boom. Yeah. Oh man. That's, that's such a good question and a great breakdown. Yeah. I would say, you know, two words are patience and persistence for sure and just be resilient as well like you said i mean i've never stopped really challenging myself with everything I've, I've done and that goes for everything from how i produce to what i produce to the sounds i use to how i roll things out to my marketing to whatever everything i do has to be better than the last thing and you know 10 years in it's like it, there's just been a lot of besting myself and just like doing my best you know what i mean it's just been a lot of climbing 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 and keeping myself as my main competition which I know is kind of a cliche these days, but uh, it really is true. And, and, and going all the way back to, you know, how music saved my life, it's like, that is sort of like the underlying thing too. But yeah, no, to answer your question, I'd say just persistence and patience. Like it's, it's just not gonna happen overnight. And we're in a world now where, you know, the music, just music in general is very saturated. It's really easy to put something out and blow up. People who are not very talented at all or don't have any kind of innate like skills are becoming extremely famous, you know, overnight, literally. And we all see that happening. And I've, I've watched for over a decade now, you know, artists after artists who either just like, I didn't expect to get there, or I would never have thought they had the skill sets to do what they're doing. You know what I mean? They all just kind of zoom past me and keep going. And I'm just like, all right, got it. Like, but no matter what, you just have to stay your own course, stay your own course. If you, if you compare yourself, if you try to do what other people are doing, it's, you know, one of the best ways to, to lead yourself to failure for sure. And I've, I've almost fallen into traps like that and I'm not immune to that to this day. So, um, but again, yeah, persistence and patience, you always better yourself with everything you're doing and understand that it takes time and it always will. Uh, but one day, eventually, like we've been saying, you know, somebody's always watching and you never know who's going to call you when they hear, hear what you're doing. They see what you're doing. It's not going to be something you expect. And, uh, you know, and that's okay. That's the beauty of it. Um, but as long as you just keep your head down, stay persistent, stay patient, you know what I mean? Something will happen. Absolutely. I love that. I love that. And now for mm -hmm. the last question to you, what would your older self tell your younger self with what you know now? Whew. <laughs> uh, <laughs> man oh man that's a that's a good one I, I feel like I've either been asked that before or have always had an answer in my head for that and I can't remember what it is <laughs> but I would say similar to what I just said but I would I would say that you know it's not going to happen anytime soon but <laughs> don't give up because uh people people will see it eventually and the the journey will be a slow burn but you just have to keep the fire lit. You know what I mean? The fire has to stay lit. No matter how dim it gets, even if it's all the way down to a candlelight size fire, like 
just keep it lit, keep it lit. Um, it's a slow burn, but I say this in a song, it's a slow burn, but it'll be the hottest when they feel it. No matter what, no matter what, just keep it lit, keep it lit, always keep it lit. And, and, and it's going to be really easy to walk away. It's going to be really easy to feel like you're not good enough. But that's what happens when you compare yourself and you just have to, you have to stop and, and understand your greatness um, and don't let anything get in the way of that, you know? That's so dope. Love it. <laughs> I got to tell the people where they can find you. Instagram, Yo. Facebook, where, where can we find you? I know we can find you everywhere. So let us know where. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, on Instagram, I'm Chris Borelli official. Uh, I'm not really on Twitter that much, but I think I'm at the Chris Borelli on Twitter. Uh, I'm not really on Facebook that much. I'd say Instagram is the main jam. Uh, I'm also on all the platforms, Spotify, iTunes, whatever title, what have you. Um, I would say that's that's the vibe. I'm on SoundCloud as well. Just Chris Borelli. Uh, that's the name. If you're looking for me, just type that in, B-O-R-E-L-L-I. Um, and, and check me out everywhere. We got more stuff on the way. We're working on the next one already. Check out Lucid. You know what I mean? Peep, peep that, peep that, peep that. Let me know how you feel. But yeah, Chris Borelli official. That's the vibe. Awesome. I love it, Chris. Thank you so, so much for being here today. Blessed to have you as a guest and can't wait to see what you do next. Next is the Grammys. It's going to be, you're going to be on these world stages. You're going to do all these things and I can't wait for it. There'll be another part two to this. There'll definitely Oh, there will. There will. Oh yeah. I see it. I see it in the future. I'm going to call you as soon as it happens. I'm going to call you as soon as it happens. You already know. But no, thank you so much for having me. Always love Pam. Always looking out. It's been an honor. So yeah, I'm excited. It's an honor to have you, Chris. Thank you so much. The only dream that I've been chasing is my own. So that's it for today's episode of Underdog. Head on over to iTunes and subscribe to the show. One lucky listener every single week that posts a review on iTunes will win a chance in the grand prize drawing to win a private VIP day with Pamela herself in Boston, Massachusetts. Be sure to go to theunderdogshow.com and pick up a copy of Pamela's free gift. And join us on the next episode.